Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Friday, October 4th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, a St. Louis patient died last month from a mysterious vaping-related lung condition that has also killed roughly 20 people and sickened hundreds more throughout the United States. Doctors say vaping is dangerous. Anytime you're talking about putting anything in your lungs besides air that's clean, you're going to be at risk. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton speaks with an intensive care doctor about the health concerns surrounding vaping. First, the news. Low-income students from Missouri and Southern Illinois will be able to attend Washington University for free. St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports on the expansion of financial assistance by the elite university. It costs about $72,000 a year to attend WashU when adding room and board and fees onto the base tuition costs. WashU will soon foot the costs of all of that for students from Southern Illinois or Missouri who qualify for a Pell Grant or whose families earn less than $75,000 a year. Chancellor Andrew Martin made the announcement during his ceremonial inauguration. By doing so, we're attracting our very best and brightest and keeping them right here, close to home. 15% of this year's freshman class qualifies for Pell Grants, a federal scholarship for low-income students. Five years ago, just 6% of students were Pell eligible. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. Grocery chain Schnucks will stop selling tobacco products January 1st. The company plans to sell the existing inventory of cigarettes, chewing tobacco, and similar items through the end of the year. Spokesperson Paul Simon says the announcement falls in line with the company's new focus on health and wellness. They are a profitable part of our business, but our company's mission is to nourish people's lives. And tobacco products directly contradict that mission, and that means they just we decided they simply did not belong in our stores. Simon is not saying how much the company makes from tobacco. In a statement, Chief Executive Officer Todd Schnook says he realizes the decision will not sit well with everyone, but he believes it's the right thing to do. Schnucks is based in St. Louis. It has 115 stores in five states, including about 80 in the St. Louis region. The St. Louis Board of Aldermen is expected to take a final vote today on funding to start a nationally recognized anti-violence program. The Board of Estimate and Apportionment, which oversees the city's budget, has approved spending $5 million in surplus money on the Cure Violence Initiative. That clears the way for today's anticipated vote by the full Board of Aldermen. Mayor Lida Krusen has been skeptical of spending the money without examining more options, but now says research and meetings have made it clear that cure violence is the direction to go. We need your help on a few fronts. Let us know what you think of The Gateway by emailing comments to feedback at stlpublicradio.org. Also, if you're a fan, tell a friend, and if this is part of your daily news diet, so to speak, write a review wherever you get your podcasts. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says around 20 people throughout the country have died from a lung illness linked to vaping. That includes one in Missouri and another in Illinois. The Missouri death was a patient at Mercy Hospital in St. Louis, treated by Dr. Michael Plisko. 
St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton asked him if doctors have figured out how vaping is making people sick. So if you ask that generally, I would say the master question is not answered, okay? We don't know if all vaping is hurting people. We just know we have a series of coincidences and case reports and reports from different people are saying that they are having a variety of symptoms and they didn't have any prior lung disease and the common factor between them is they were vaping. So until we know exactly what's causing it, it's hard to say, was it 100% vaping altogether or is it only vaping certain substances that's causing the trouble? So I'm not saying all vaping's bad, I'm just saying we need more information until we can make a recommendation to everybody across the board, use this, not that. Right, because people started using vaping products it seems like they weren't there and then all of a sudden they were everywhere. And so does that make this more difficult to understand um, in that this is something that has become popular so quickly? You know, take something like asbestos. You know, you can go back and Google asbestos and lung disease and you'll have it go back 30, 40 years. And you Google vaping-related lung disease, it's going to go back two, three years tops. And we're just finding, we're not finding a whole lot of common things until the last few weeks, which seems to be more and more reports of some abnormalities that they're finding in more of the manufactured stuff off the streets as opposed to something that's a little bit more controlled. So I'm hoping that we're getting somewhere, but we don't have answers yet. So if somebody uses e-cigarettes and they start having, you know, coughing, respiratory problems, all of these signs that we've been seeing, what would your advice be to them? So my advice would be to stop putting abnormal things in your system. And that's when you want to have a conversation with your family. If you're young, have a conversation with your parents and say, is this something I need to be concerned about? If you stop and all the symptoms go away, you're probably going to be okay. If you stop and things continue, you should probably go get checked out. I think that the more honest you can be with your physician, the better. This is not to go out and get these people in trouble if they come forward and said that they were vaping a substance that had CBD in it or marijuana in it, and it had specific oils that they got off the street from person X. That is not their goal to get these people in trouble. What can you tell me about um, the patient that you saw here at Mercy? I know that he was the first, I think, only fatality in Missouri. Um, can you talk a little bit about that specific case and how that illustrates how difficult and mysterious of a problem this is? So the unique thing about that case was this was a gentleman who was clinically doing well. He was breathing fine and then he's not breathing fine. He was asked specifically about inhalation of anything, any toxins and smoke, and, and I think vaping was actually in the history and physical. So there were questions that were asked of him by consultants and physicians along the way, and because he didn't think much of it or because he thought people were gonna judge him or he was gonna get in trouble, it wasn't brought out there in any of the reports, so he was never told to stop doing it. So he made a conscious decision when he was getting worse to stop doing it, and unfortunately, the ball kept rolling so fast by that point, the damage continued until he acutely got worse and ended up here in our intensive care unit. What might that illustrate about what vaping does to your lungs? Can we make any inferences about vaping-related illness based on what happened to this patient? So here we have a process that happened so fast, and it got so bad so fast that before he knew it, he was on this artificial heart-lung machine and I'm glad that he was at a place where we were actually able to offer that. It was eye-opening that if this happens outside of 
the bigger cities outside where the ECMO centers are, these patients, it's a battle against the clock to get them to these centers. Once it's recognized, they're going to need this type of support. That was Dr. Michael Plisko at Mercy Hospital in St. Louis talking with St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Phantom about the lung illnesses linked to vaping. Our David Cosseres edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Before I forget, the Cardinals and Braves play game two of their best of five playoff series this afternoon in Atlanta. The Cardinals held on last night to win that first game 7-6. Find me on Twitter at Wayne Radio. I'm Wayne Pratt and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.